Welcome to Paul Mort Talk Shit. Curious fellow, but I like him. Paul Mort Talk Shit. Paul Mort Talk Shit. Paul Mort Talk Shit. He's a shady character. What's his name? It's just me, Paul Mort, and today I'm talking shit with a friend of mine and now famous comedian, star of Strictly Come Dancing, which I can't believe I'm fucking saying, Mr. Chris Ramsey. I've got a little problem with this one. I'm not worried that you're going to love it. I'm not worried you're going to laugh your ass off or not and learn some really cool shit. What I am worried about is whether you can actually fucking understand what me and Chris are saying because we're just... We got into flow on this one, and we had such a laugh, and we both laughed really loud, and we probably broke the fucking microphone. We'll probably bust one of your eardrums laughing. Um, so yeah, you're going to love this one. Again, I'm not seeing the podcast um, sponsored by anybody, because it's not. I'm just here to give you some value. So don't forget, if you enjoy the podcast, leave me a like, leave me a review, leave me a rating, leave me whatever the fuck it is. Subscribe to the podcast, and head on over to paulmort.uk, where you can grab my book, you can get updates on the podcast. You can grab a bunch of free shit. That's also cool. Enjoy. All right. Welcome to another episode of Paul Mort Talks Shit. And today, <laughs> I'm talking shit. With Mr. I've been saying that for years. <laughs> well, I mean, that's what brought about. Today, I'm talking shit with Mr. Uh, Chris Ramsey. Chris, how are you? Hello, I'm absolutely... I'm buzzing to be here. I'm slightly jealous of your setup. These mics are fantastic. Mate, they're all right, they come off like, uh, like them arms that make Lamborghinis. I'm loving it. Well done. <laughs> Very well done. Yeah, I love it. So, so for you guys that are watching in, um, I remember meeting Chris back in... Mate, that was a long time ago. About so long. Nine years ago, maybe. Probably, probably yeah, about nine that, years yeah. ago. I saw a video of him in the fucking uh, in some comedy store thing, a yeah, hyena yeah. cafe or something. Yeah, what Billy Bone posted it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When 20, I was first starting out, 2011, must have been. Yeah, yeah, 2010. Like and then it turns out I'd known Chris's dad for a while, uh, which is mad. Mm-hmm. And then I, Chris came and did a, a, a like a a half hour set Mate, you, for about 20 of my clients. I still, it's one of the main reasons I'm here today doing your podcast actually is because you were the first person to give me a proper paid corporate gig. Is it? That was my first paid Mate, corporate that's gig. Wild. Yeah. That is I played fucking... it cool at the time but the money you gave me that day was one of the biggest, it was one of the biggest paydays I'd had. Were you still minute. a student at the time? No, I'd packed in being a student just oh, yeah. and then I'd started stand-up and I think I'd just moved to Manchester to sort of follow it. Had I. I hadn't done any telly or anything like that. Uh, and yeah, you got in touch and I remember saying to me, I think I said to me dad and my cousin, I was like, who's Paul Morton? They both knew you. I can't believe you didn't know who I was, to be fair. Unbelievable, isn't it? Travesty, <laughs> mate. Absolute travesty. Here I am sitting getting microphone envy now. I feel like an absolute idiot. Um, yeah, so it was just... Um, yeah, I remember doing it. It was it was the dunes in South I Shields. Was, I. It was up above, uh, up above in the in the in the thing. And there was I remember you had sandwiches and you had everything on. My last was like seven months pregnant. Nice. Yeah, yeah. My yeah. last was like seven months pregnant. Mad, I mean, you've come a long way since then. It's eh? crazy, isn't it? It yeah. is mad. It is mad. It's so crazy. let's let's get on to the first thing which I wanted to ask you about, which is this uh, book, mate. For you guys that can't see that, listen on uh, Apple or Spotify. Look at this. Yeah, half I didn't price wait. Now. I didn't <laughs> wait until your book came out half price. And I didn't even know what until I put it on there, <laughs> which is mad. Mate, I went into WH Smith. There was only about three books on the fucking shelf, but yours was number yeah. one, mate, so well played. Really? Well, Aye. we got, mate, believe it or not, we got Sunday Times number one bestseller. That's fucking amazing. In the first week it came out. That's which, amazing. And we're up against Ant and Deck as well, which... That we, was another one, I. Well, we never thought. I mean, we we found out. So we're writing the book. We had to write it during lockdown, basically. Right. Long, hey, let me ask you a question. Of, did you write it, though? 
Yeah, one hundred million percent. Me and Rosie, one hundred million percent. Really, every single word in that book, mate. That's amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or one hundred million percent, every single word. And it was the first time it's anything I've done has felt like actual graft, like actual proper work. (laughs) Really? Really? Well, I feel like I'm stealing a living. I turn up at the Dunes a few years ago, do a gig for you. (laughs) I go on telly. I fuck about on celebrity juice and panel shows, and I go on Strictly and I have a dance. And this. I mean, didn't get us wrong, Strictly felt like work, but this book felt like actual graft. Me yeah. and Rosie, laptops open, she's in one room, I'm in the other, we're shouting through at each other. Mate, and they're hard. Mate, there was some, there was some laptop slamming, storming out of the room. Yeah. It was work, right? So basically what happened, I'll try not to be too long-winded. We got well, off no, I was going to ask you this. I was going to ask you what happened. Like, how did it come well, about? So We got off of the book deal. So the podcast has, has gone crazy. We yeah. can't, literally believe yeah. how well the podcast is done yeah. and people say how do you do it what's the secret we've got no idea we finish <laughs> a podcast recording and we both go is that alright and she'll go I think so oh yeah Rosie taking the piss out of you well you know she's been, <laughs> she's been taking it for years it's about time she gives it back but we just think was it good was it not we don't know Aye. we don't know and there's Aye. a um, there's a there's a the only way the only way I feel, I'm, I'm digressing again here but um, you know South Park yeah. There's a documentary about South Park called yeah. Six Days to Air. Now, yeah. it was when they were doing them topically and they were banging them out every six days. Yeah. And at the end, one of them, I, I always get them mixed up with Trey Parker and Matt Stone at the end, the end of the episode, one of them, the, the guy who's okay, who's, who's happy with what they've made, yeah. says to the camera, go and talk to him now. He does this every week. And every week after every episode, he was like, well, that's the worst piece of shit we've ever made. Really? That's what he says. Yeah. And after a few days, he likes it. We're the same with the podcast. We yeah. record it and we go, well, that was fucking shit, yeah. wasn't it? And then a couple of days later, we're here. And then, it got, it's gone gangbuster as a podcast, it's crazy, and then Penguin offered a book deal, yeah. and we literally laughed in their faces. Like, we just were like, fucking book deal, shut up, man. Like, what? <laughs> no. Yeah. And then my management were like, no, no, they, they want you to do a book deal. Yeah. They want you to do a book. And we're yeah. like, oh, fuck. Got offered it. I was in Strictly. No time to do it. Uh, oh, shit, it was that long ago? Yeah. Because that was yeah, quite yeah. when was Strictly? Last year. Was it? Um, but last year, August, I started Strictly. Yeah. start all the prep for it now. Yeah. So last sort of year, we got offered it. Then uh, we signed up to it. I'm at Strictly day in, day out, working my arse off, dancing yeah. like an idiot. Full days. Yeah. Best training. I've, I mean, I've done your, you know, all about yeah. gym and training. Unbelievable. Yeah. I could eat anything I wanted and I was shredded every single day. Really? Week. It was nuts. And I stopped the dancing and it went like... <laughs> Like yeah. instantly, yeah. like instantly gone. Really? Yeah, yeah, like just straight away, like bloat, fat, just gone back. Yeah. But um, so Rosie's at home going, look, we need to do this boot. And we're just arguing constantly because she's like, we need to do the boot. And I'm like, I can't, I'm fucking dancing, I can't. Yeah. So I'm trying to get kicked out of Strictly to go, I'm not, not trying. <laughs> mate, honestly, I thought you'd most had a ghostwriter. Mate, no, I swear to God, no way, no Shit, way. mate, that's I, amazing. I had someone on the Chris Ramsey show on Comedy Central when I did it. Well, I had a lad, I'm not going to dig him out, but I had a, a lad on who was, you know, like a, a, a um. Uh, what do you call it, like a reality TV guy? Yeah. He's like, oh, I've got a book. He's like, oh, I'm working with a ghostwriter. And I was like, you know, you're not supposed to say that like, on telly. And he was like, what? And so I had to cut it out of the show, but I was, I've, I would never have done that. So again, long story short. Mate, also imagine being a ghostwriter for someone from South Shields. Like, and the fucking interviewing you and that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you ever yeah. feel like I have to slow down how fast you talk? Are you oh, talking twice as fast as you normally do right now? Because A little bit faster because I'm talking to you. Yeah, I'll slow it down. And I'm trying to get through this boring, long-winded story. But basically... <laughs> Lockdown happened is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. And the book fucking was still needed to be written. Most of it still yeah. needed to be written in yeah. lockdown. Yeah. And it was hard. Really, really hard. What do you think is the hardest it? part of it? <sighs> Deciding I, what to write. Really? Do you know what my hardest part was? Yeah. You don't give a fuck about that, Mike, do you? I'm not even using it. It's just there for sure, look. I'm not even using it because I can't, like, I'm just using this thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he goes off in the bottom, Mike. <laughs> 
it's, it's just fun to play with. You know what I mean? It's fun to play. Welcome to being a dad, Mac. I like um, it. But I think the hardest part is there's nobody giving you a round of applause. Do you know, like, if you make a post on social media, people laugh. There's yeah. no one laughing when you're fucking... For me, it felt like I was in Fritzl's basement. Yeah. Wow. I was just sitting, I was just sitting there and wow. no one's clapping you. Yeah. And when you do send it to somebody, look, mm. all you get is criticism. Yeah. Like, that's not... You need to change this, you need to change that. I'm like... You could that, have told us it was good. I, I would I, I would agree. Um, I would agree with exactly what you said there, but yeah. also the 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 planning, what to write, yeah. deciding what to go and sitting there with a blank page, and it's the same with stand-up, it's the same with the podcast, yeah. it's the same with the book. And again, to quote this South Park thing again, right? I love Lego. I love Lego. And I didn't know why I loved Lego until I watched this South Park documentary, Six Days to Eight, like I say. And the same one, again, I don't know the difference, Trey Parker or Matt Stone, same one who says that's a piece of shit. He loves Lego. And yeah. He explains why he loves it, and he goes because with writing comedy, yeah. there's no path, there's no A to B. Yeah, it's blank page, and whatever you it, it can, you can go any route with what yeah. you're going to say, and there's no plan, there's yeah. no map. Yeah. But with Lego, there's a little bit of paper going. Put that bit there. Do you know how I know you love Lego? Every time I go out the shops and I see the Millennium Falcon, yeah. I tell the kids Chris Ramsey's got that. <laughs> I do. Maybe she's not watching it. Still in the book. Well, obviously yeah, but, uh, still in the loft. Sorry, still in the box. What, you haven't built it? I haven't built it. I've oh, got no wow. fucking room for it. You've seen his eyes, mate. And then I went, and I, I, I spoke to Johnny Vegas uh, at some gig I was at, uh, obviously when gigs were still allowed, uh, and Johnny Vegas was like, oh, I've got mine. And what I've done is I've sunk it into a glass coffee table. So it's it's in a, it's in a glass coffee nah, table. Has he got kids? Well, I turned to Rosie and I went, Rosie, no. and she went, not a chance. <laughs> she literally, before I even got it out, she overheard, she went, not a chance. No. There's no way you're doing that. Maybe we got the Stranger Things kids during lockdown because we built, we built one Harry Potter thing. Yeah. The kids loved it. Yeah. Actually, my son doesn't like you said it takes too long. Don't yeah. like dad. I don't like Lego. It takes too long. Yeah. My daughter loves the it. Kids, the little ones. You think? Yeah. My daughter loves it. She's younger. She proper buzzes on it. But yeah. we haven't even opened the Stranger Things. Because where do you put it? It's fucking epic. Have you got, got a Lego room? Got room top shelf. I've got an office with a shelf that's like half a meter deep, and it's the full length of the wall, so it's like like three or four meters long. Uh, and I got it plastered in. It's like sort of thing to the wall, and then it's like plastered. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. So it's like a sunken shelf kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's full of it. Then yeah. I've got every other surface. I've literally, no word of a lie, from Amazon today, I've got a, a, a long, extra long Ethernet cable coming so I can move my router to a different part of the office <laughs> so I can put some Lego where the router is. Because I put, I got the roller coaster, the Lego roller coaster, and I put it next to me router. And the uh, router was like, fuck you, Dean. It just stopped. stopped really? Working. Well, the router was like, what you doing? Like, that's the, you just covered us over, so it stopped working. Wow. But that's... the hardest part of writing the book, I guess. Dude, well played for bringing it back to that, because I totally forgot about I'm the question. I'm all right. Well, I remember years ago, I watched a Billy Connolly DVD, and he never resolved a story at the end, and I love him to death. I think he's uh, the greatest comedian. But he didn't close the loop. He didn't close the thing, and it, 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 really, it really upset us. <laughs> like, it really upset us. So I always like to close the loop, but yeah, the hardest bit of writing the book was that. But it's, it's hard writing it with a with a with a with, with a someone partner, else with as well, wife, with your wife as yeah. well. Do you know what I mean? We're going to one room, we're writing the book, then we'll come to another room where job is a child during lockdown. Yeah. But back to my original point, that I was going to say when we found out Ant and Dex book was out on the same day as ours, we gave up hope. Yeah. We gave up hope at being yeah. the best at the best yeah. sellers. I, there's a line in the book that says this will never be a Sunday Times bestseller. Yeah. And we've got number one. It's yeah. crazy. That is insane. And now it's half price. I'm it didn't do it. <laughs> well, I, it was in WH Smith, which I've got a feeling yeah. WH Smith has gone the fucking journey. They've, I, I, they've had a, they've had a fucking nightmare with our book. That, have they? They've oh, had a nightmare. Shit, I've seen it. What happened again? Um, they cancelled a load of people's orders yes. on the way in. They cancelled just on the pre-orders. Loads of people got emails saying orders are cancelled, and uh, I got all this shit one morning on Twitter. People were not nice. They weren't horrible, but yeah. they're like, "Why has this happened?" And I'm yeah. like. 
you got to understand I'm the author, not the fucking distributor. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I don't work for WH Smith's I don't office. Post, I don't post them out. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm not WH Smith. <laughs> um, and then uh, some people got the deck book instead of ours. <gasps> Which, I thought it was hilarious. Shit, really? Oh, I thought it was really funny. Hang on. They, so, yeah. one, they cancel all the orders. I remember seeing that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the second one is that all had yours and they sent them the Atten deck book. Yeah, one. yeah. I was tweets off people yeah. going, look, I really like Atten deck, but I didn't order it. And Who's I was like, oh, my God. Yours? I don't know. I don't know. But I remember telling me mom. It's not Penguin. Me mom was. Well, my mom thought it was Penguin as well. She was like, "I've got a you know classic mom." She was Aye. like, "I've got a good mind to email Penguin and tell them I'm human." I'm like, it's got nothing to do with them. Yeah. I love it, mate. So the book came about as a result of the fucking podcast, yeah, which has obviously blown up. It's Whose really idea nice. was the podcast? Yours, Rosie's. Was it? I've always got to tell everyone it's Rosie's. I have to tell her. There's a lot of things in life and in my career. What was that conversation? Idea. Literally, her. We should do a podcast. Me, <laughs> no. We should. No. We should do a podcast. Why? They're massive, Chris. You don't listen to them. I'll listen to them. Yeah. Oh, for fuck's sake. We should we not do a video or something. Was no. she in, what was she in? Who my dad wrote a porno or something? Uh, she likes she likes them lot. Yeah. yeah, she loves my dad wrote porno. She's true, true crime in that, man. Leslie's true crime. True crime. It doesn't Every, fucking every time I walk into our dressing room, I uh, walk in, I'll be taking some washing up or something in the room in the house and I walk in and we're talking eight in the morning. And I just hear some American bloke going, and the body was dismembered. I'm like, fuck, yes. get me back out of yes, this room. Yes, mate, I... Jesus. Aye. It's not about women now. Just listen to people getting chopped up <laughs> on that. Psycho? <laughs> so to listen to their true time podcast, and then you're like, let's start one. Yeah. And that was... So the genesis of the podcast What was the was... plan of the podcast? Was it just to fill some time in lockdown or something? Or was it... Well, listen to this, right? I can't get a bit sad on you as well. I'll tell you the full story. So first of all, it's happy because I was doing Chris Ramsey's show for Comedy Central. Yeah. And I did Facebook Lives to advertise it. Yeah. And Rosie was heckling us on my Facebook Lives. <laughs> Best way to describe it. I would sit for an hour and I would answer people's questions and she'd sit with a wine just having a go at us. Yeah. And a couple of she had one line. What, what she said, man? She said this joke and it was something, I don't know what it was. Someone asked something about fingering or something in, in the thing, <laughs> just being rude. And and she said something like, did you, ever, did you never have a girl at school who, uh, who everyone fingered? So her nickname was Pocahontas. <laughs> That's what Rosie said. And I'd never heard that. And uh, I was buckled. And everyone, like the whole of the Facebook live feed was like, boom, boom, boom. Everyone was going off. Really? So then she started joining us on the Facebook lives. Right. And then she said, I said, look, we should do Facebook live. She was like, well, you can't really do anything like money wise. You can't really monetize a Facebook live. You can't yeah. really turn it into like a, a career or, yes. you know, a revenue stream. And I was like, right. And then I said, well, YouTube. And then she said, look, let's do a podcast. And she had to talk to it for ages. Yeah. No word of a lie, right? We bought all of the stuff. Yeah. We've got all of the stuff set up. We did a full... I did, how, do, how do I announce we're going to do one? I don't think we'd announced it. We're going to do the pilot for it. Are you shooting from home, eh? Yeah. In the kitchen or something? Yeah, yeah. Okay. In the kitchen. We're going to do the pilot for it, right? And we got back. Uh, we went... It was a couple, year and a half ago. Yeah. Just over. We went uh, to the hospital for a 20-week scan. Yeah. Uh, and we found out it was a miscarriage. Yeah. And actually lost the baby and we came back. And the, the podcast equipment was set up. And yeah. We were going to make it about, oh, we're just, you know, we're just, we're going to have another kid. That's going to be the first thing we're selling the podcast. Yeah. And I just put all the podcast stuff in the box. And then it was literally like six months or something or four, four yeah. months until we actually did it again. Then we did it again and started. And that was that. Mm. It's crazy. Mm. So literally, it started to bring the mood down. But that was, I'll never forget the fact that we're literally about to do it. And then it was, we found out about the miscarriage and we'll come back. And then yeah. it was like, it was. Maybe didn't, didn't, nuts. didn't talking about it. Help Rosie a lot though, right? Hugely. Yeah. She sat and she ummed and awed about shit. And mate, it would have affected that. Her talking about that, kind of like me with the mental health stuff as well, Yeah, has probably helped fucking 
in her case, hundreds of thousands of people. Hundreds of thousands. We still yeah. get messages about really? it now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and she didn't know where she was sitting. Obviously, she was devastated. Took me hours, like a bloke, I was devastated in stages. Yes. Really. Totally different for us, though, isn't it? So strange. Yeah. Well, it's not real until we went for a scan the other day around the corner. Aye. And uh, I saw, I'd never seen a 4D scan before. Yeah. And I could see the baby moving its fingers and opening its mouth and stuff. And oh, it's wild, isn't it? I couldn't fucking believe it. So it feels super real. Because she's pregnant now. Yeah. We've got a baby on the way. Yeah. Um, but When's it due? January, right at the beginning of January. But this is this is how much I keep forgetting about. The other day, my mate was on the phone going, what's he for New Year? He was like, we're going to get a house somewhere for New Year. I was like, hi, class, hi. And I turned to Rosie and she went, she was looking at us, I went, Oh fuck no! Hold on, she's due. Literally New Year, we, we can't go. Mate, she was like, "Thanks for that." She has one for you. You won't fucking believe this. Can you remember when you did the customs? I was one New Year, like a last minute thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I'll take it, right? Uh-huh. This is this will blow your mind. This, uh-huh. and I couldn't come because uh-huh. I had to have surgery on my arsehole. <laughs> no oh, shit. Is not that just, not, is that not full body mate, surgery? Is that, I had to have. <laughs> yeah. I had to have Botox in my arsehole. Wow, is it getting wrinkly? <laughs> no. What were you doing? Did you did you squat no, over a mirror and thought that looks like a sixty year old's arsehole? No, I had what's called the um, I had what's called the fucking uh, anal fish out. Basically, I tore my arsehole straight wow. too hard. Really? And it was supposed to happen on Christmas Eve, and they moved it. Well, the arsehole tear. Oh, this the surgery. The Botox, right. I, The Botox. Wow. So I couldn't come to show on you as he because I, I was sitting wow. on a rubber ring. Wow. <laughs> there you go. For what? So what did the Botox do? Well, think about this: if you got a tear in your arsehole, yeah, it's like a cut. Uh, it can't heal because every morning you take a shit. Yeah. So, mate, the pain was insane because it was. So we're talking about a big tear because I've, t- I've a everyone's wiped, everyone's wiped and seen a bit of blood and thought, oops, and then thought, oh no, it's fresh. Googled uh, it, fresh blood <laughs> means you pushed it hard. Don't do it. No, like really brutal pain. Oh, I like grief. like sweating weeks off work and that because I couldn't walk properly in there. I've had the sweats, like have I've you? had the sweats. Yeah, so I, I went from through a rock hard turd. Well, well, shout out Anusol, but sometimes it's not good enough. You have to get a different one. <laughs> yeah. I got a different one. For, I remember when Rosie was pregnant. I think she had some kind of pile problem, and I yeah. got these like they were like golden bullets. Oh, that from uh, yeah, yeah. Was it prep age or something? Preparation age. Might have been. Or is germaloid as well? Not that I've yeah. tried all the fucking. I'm not going to say Jesus I... Christ. <laughs> And the connoisseur. Uh, your medicine cabinet's just a massive suitcase full of bullets. Uh, like a sniper. Connoisseur of the bottle, like a sniper. <laughs> so, Putting a gun together. Shit, mate. Uh, I mean, I'm mad. I thought that I missed wow. it, show. That's, yeah, that's bizarre. That's, um, that, I've never heard of anyone having nah. had surgery for it. Nah. Mate, it's been fine ever since. A turd tear. Aye, turd tear. Aye, turd tear. Bloody me boxers and everything, man. Oh, Everyone knows about it. it. Well, I, I, I imagine. They do now. Are you the same as me? Do you, when something like that happens, do you just have to own it and tell every single person? Oh, of course, person? I. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, of course, I've I. got to put my hands up. I've got to I. shout it from the rooftops. I've actually got as well, for, for a lot of people might already know this, I've also got two arseholes. Right, okay. I've got a little hole at the bottom of my spine. Uh-huh. You know like shallow hole where he grows the tail? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It's in that exact place there, I've got a little hole. My son's got it as well. Wow. There you go. So... It's not functioning though, is it? No, it now comes out of it. I was no. going to say, it's not, it's not like a spare. Play-Doh. It's not a spare. <laughs> <laughs> like Play-Doh, two <laughs> perfect streams. One a bit thick, I want a bit thicker. It's actually quite, if I showed you it. All Please it, don't. Actually, oh all it God. does, this is all it does, this is all it's useful for. It collects fluff. Wow. It's a nightmare. <laughs> uh, you know, like your belly button. When you wear a new t-shirt, it collects fluff. All that hole does oh, is Jesus. quite literally collects fluff. Wow. Madder. Wow. So does your last have to hoover you? <laughs> hoover your back? <laughs> I got a lint, a lint roller. 
a limb roller, but like with, you know how you get, um, you know how you get like muscle rollers, like Ikea, you roll your legs on, but they've got like, they're like, uh, they're like dappled. Ikea. Yeah, yeah, have you got Ikea. one of them? So it's got All lumps right. on it. <laughs> like a spiky lint roller. Man, to get I'll tell right you what, in. that'll be a useful thing. I wonder how many You're a businessman. You're a businessman. Paint it, make it. This is a niche in the market for that, isn't it? <laughs> uh, maybe we need to get one of those out of the massage gun attachment. <laughs> We just started this massage gun company, uh-huh. and I wonder if we we'll get a Hoover for the end. <laughs> you know the attachments that you get for the end—that would be uh-huh. pretty cool, wouldn't it? But I'm not sure how many people in the world have two assholes. Is it? I'm going to get really deep as the word. Is it sensitive when you touch it, or nah. is it just like a belly? Button? No, it's just like a, you can you can probably get about that much your finger in it for uh, for the podcast. He's doing about a centimeter. <laughs> the about up to the uh, that first knuckle of your little finger, you probably get about <laughs> that much in that. Isn't that oh, mad? <laughs> It's Pomo talk shit and about assholes. Yeah. So let's. <laughs> why is it called Shag Marionoid, the podcast? Um, we had absolutely no idea what to call the podcast. Um, we're going to call it like something really cheesy, like Ramsey's Rambles and all this, like, <laughs> at home with the Ramsey's and all this. And a producer mate of mine um, uh, called Mark Eden uh, came up with the name Shag Marionoid. He, he, we had emails back and forth, we're trying to come up with the names, and he came up with the name. And. Uh, I then talked to my manager, and my manager like pissed himself down the phone. Um, and then that's when you knew it was the right name. Oh, <laughs> that's amazing! Was like, that's genius. Yeah. And then we're told the we're told we're PR, like we're publicist team. It was it's the same company. They've got like our management. have got like PR. They've got TV arm. They've got all this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we said the publicist team. Oh, we're going to call it Chad Murray North. And they we're like, oh, um, no, it's going to be really hard. That like for for publications and for TV and yeah. magazines, they might not be able to say. Yeah. Because we had the same problem with my dad wrote a porno. I went, oh, it fucking done them. It done them. It, 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 you know, they, they've done all right out of it. You know, they play fucking Sydney Opera House live. Right, Don't worry, we'll be fine. So yeah, so when we're on something like Lorraine or whatever. Or, you know, this morning we'll have to say something married annoyed, but well, we have a nightmare with some of it just because of the word shit. Yeah, do you know what I mean? But it's like go. really people are offended by. It. I don't know if it's about being offended. It's just some of the platforms don't like the name. I um, was I, I hate hate people who are offended by adults who are offended by swearing. Yeah, get in the fucking sea. Hate them. <laughs> um, but I understand why people don't want the word shit to just pop up on a morning TV show uh, if your kids are watching. Because I've got a kid now. Yeah. I understand. Like when I said when I said bumming on soccer AM that time <laughs> soccer AM at the time I was young I didn't have a kid and I was like what's that we is all that fucking fuck the fuck the system and now I'm like actually I'd be raging if, if someone said that so because because something like soccer AM is safe viewing for an adult and a child on a Saturday morning and yeah. there's not much safe viewing yeah I mean and I think sometimes if you're going to go mainstream you've kind of got to You've got yeah, to kind of play by the rules a little yeah, bit, yeah. haven't you? Well, we're really lucky because the podcast is absolutely no holes barred. Me and her say absolutely You've no got to put it in as explicit though as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah, but we talk about whatever we want. The stories we get sent in are absolutely mind-boggling some of the shit. I mean, your two-arsehole thing doesn't even touch the scrape <laughs> the surface. doesn't even scrape the surface with some of the stuff we yeah, get sent. Yeah, I heard the other day where you were talking about this guy, that this this woman that had shagged the, the fucking, shagged the... The Osher or something? Oh, the, the wedding, yeah, yeah. The, yeah oh, we've like, had wow. loads of them. We've had a guy, um, we had a story about a guy who um, was cheating on his wife and uh, on the way home washed his dick in a puddle and she got some kind of infection from him washing his dick in a puddle because what? he cheated on her and he washed his dick in a puddle. M- mate, like and he the, said- maddest, the maddest stories wow. you'll ever hear. But the beauty is, although I'm doing, you know, BBC, uh, the one show and the little mixed things coming up and this primetime stuff, you can see it from second. the podcast. Hang on a second. Well, I fucking love little mix. You know, you know, I'm, I'm hosting the search. You know, the no. new show, the search. I've seen a fucking advert. You're hosting that? Oh, on the man. live. <laughs> I'm hosting the live show. How does Rosie feel about this? 
She's just jealous because she loves Little Mix. And they're all smoking hot. Oh, they're lovely lasses, man. They're so cool. And I felt like their dad went for the <laughs> photo shoot. But no, we, um, they're so cool. They're so lovely. So it's this Little Mix, the search. It's, yeah. it's, uh, it's, it's like they're doing a, a talent show. Yeah. I mean, they're doing this thing. Yeah. Be, it's incredible because they've been on one side of it already. Yeah. They've been through a talent show yes. thing. So they're really, it's like a... It's a BBC. BBC One. Yeah. So it's BBC One. BBC Strictly in the search of BBC's two main big shows, Saturday night shows this year. And they've done the film, the six audition shows. So yeah. they audition them and then they go through the process and then they turn them into a band. So oh, six sick. bands. Yeah. So there's a girl group, a boy group, a mixed group, a musician group, a dance group, a vocal I think that might be it. I'm not going to need anyone with two arseholes. They definitely don't need anyone with two arseholes. 100% not. I think there's one in the in the musician group. I think there's one. He plays two trumpets. It's amazing. <laughs> I'm joking. Um, then, uh, so they're showing the six, uh, the six audition shows and then when the live shows start yeah. and they have to battle against each other, yeah. I'm the, oh, the Dermot O'Leary figure, oh, yeah. which is amazing. Yeah, oh, over shit. the moon. When's over that going to start, you know? Starts this week. Oh, does it? Saturday. Yeah, yeah. So, so you're down in London for... No, because the, 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 the audition shows have been pre-recorded. Right. I've already seen them all. The second yes. the first two. Yes. And I went and watched them. And I immediately, I watched them. I loved it. And I was like, sends the other four fucking nah. Really? I mean, Rosie just like binged them. Yeah, 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 It's yeah, really yeah. cool. Yeah. And then, yeah, so um, and I think October we'll start. Oh, so it'll sick. be live. I'll be hosting that live, which sick, is crazy. Man. But what I'm saying is the beauty is we can keep Shagmar annoyed. We see literally what we want and we are filthy and we are rude and we are stupid and we're childish. Yeah. But then you can just take it. Then my stand-up separate, then the hosting, the presenting yeah. separate. And it's, you know, it's, it's nice. Yeah. Nice, mate. Yeah. So, mate, this wasn't, what would you say was your big thing from doing fucking Hyena Cafe? I'm, I mean, break. I'm going to say it was anything to do with the dunes. And... It was definitely, it was definitely <laughs> Paul Moore's game oh. at the dunes, 100%. But what, what would you say was a big, was there a big thing that, that kind of got you famous, if you like? What's really weird? Or was it just fucking pure consistency for you? Because <sighs> so it's not easy, is it? No, but is, there is a degree of luck. There is a huge degree of luck in this game. I don't. I don't believe anyone who says there's not. Yeah. Even you know, even your kind of obviously it's not the same uh, uh, field, but even your Conor McGregor kind of mentality of I visualise this and I always say yeah. I'm a double champ. That's absolutely cool, man. And I imagine you've got a lot of talent, but in anything like that, there is some degree of luck to get spotted, to get seen, or whatever. Yes. Do you understand yes. what I'm saying? Yes. No, God, I'm not dissing Conor McGregor. Jesus Christ. Yeah. What I'm saying is. <laughs> There is talent and there's hard work ethic and there's See, all See, what's mad is one of his sparring partners, Brian Moore, I'll be listening. Really? <laughs> That's fine. Right. He's kind of telling you, fuck. Fucking dick. All these people, I, I, I watch them, right? Whenever I watch UFC or I watch anything like that, uh, uh, I always just thank God for society and the police <laughs> and, and that we've got laws because I just think if there was no laws in society, what, like would, stop him from just, what would stop him from just knocking on me door and going, I want your house. Oh, and right. going, have me house. Uh, come on, kids, <laughs> wife, come on. We're living in the motor home now. Conor McGregor lives here. <laughs> Apparently he's took the full street. Bye. Every time I see the heavyweights, heavyweights, I think that. Um, so there is a massive degree of hard work. You've got to be hard work. You've got to live and breathe what you do. Uh, and you've got to be consistent and you've got to be talented. But I, 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 I don't know if it's a, like I see it in the book, there's literally a sentence that says this will never be a Sunday Times bestseller and it's yeah. a number one bestseller. But yeah. I didn't do that to be a twat. I did that because I never believed it would be. Yeah. But I still worked me hardest and put everything in that like I do with everything else. Do you know what I love about this? I say this all the time. I'm like, do you know this whole fucking believe it and you achieve it thing? Yeah. Like, I'm like, what if you just, a lot of things that happened for you, yeah. you'd have never believed that they would have Never happened. in a million years. Nah. Never in a million years. However, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to slightly contradict that with, there was never a moment in my head when I started stand-up. There was never a moment in my head where I thought, um, this won't work out. Really? But it wasn't, 
loud and I never said it yeah. and I never was like, I'm going to be the best and I'm going to do this and I'm going to have arena tours. I yeah. never said it. I just, as I think back now, this is really strange. I, I can picture in my head where I was. I was, I was walking up the stairs the other day. I was carrying something up the stairs and I was just thinking about it. I live in my own head quite a lot. Yeah. And it was just this constant in the back of my mind of like, it was an inevitable. It was an inevitability in my head, and I, but I never vocalized it. And I yeah. never told anyone. Was it like a, I'm gonna be Al Reith? Not even that. It was, was it just in the background. The more I think of it now, it was just in the background, and it was silent. It was just there was no. I knew I was building towards a DVD. I knew I was building towards you know like tours yeah. and, and being on telly and, yeah. and not. I didn't fame as a byproduct of yeah. what I want to do. Yeah, and it was just. It was like, oh well, I'm, I'm gonna get to there. Not yeah. like, not oh, I hope I get to there. Yeah. I'm gonna get to there. Like it was like it was a fucking sat nav, and I'd put it in, and I knew soon I would be there. Really? Weirdly, yeah. Do you think that came from your mom and dad, or I've got think it's a- no? Well, my mom and dad. My mom's always said have something to fall back on. Her yeah. thing was when I dropped out of uni. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? I, I've said in interviews and I've said in, 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 in telly and stuff that when I dropped out of uni, my mom was like, "What the fuck? Like, what are you doing?" Yeah. She wasn't that bad. Yeah. She was like, um. But she was, you know, due trepidation. She it's like, like when, oh, you took, okay. when you took, when my mom and dad said I had to get a trade. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Same, <laughs> get a trade. same kind of thing, yeah. But mine never said get a trade. Me dad, I remember, bless me dad. So we used to, on a morning, I remember uh, when I was little, get, when I was getting ready for school, he'd be going to work and he'd sit on the bottom of the stairs and I'd be behind him on the stairs just as he was like saying bye to him, like, so giving him a cuddle over the top of his neck, giving him a cuddle and he'd be putting his work boots on. Uh-huh. And he used to always say, son, I want you to stick in a school because I never want you to have to put boots like these on. Really? To to work. That's what he used to say. Billy Ramsey. Isn't that weird, yeah. It is my dad. Boots like these on and go to work and I'd go, like, I'm four. Mate, I'm lining up. <laughs> Mate, that's cool, lad. Yeah, he used to say Because my dad that. dragged me into the same fucking factory as him. <laughs> Did he? <laughs> well, he used to say that. Well, like, you know where you're going over the time bridge, that's factory. There's a factory on the corner that fucking stinks. Uh, which it's way? Like a foundry. Yes. I served my time there. I really? Fucking 16 to 20. Fucking at the one way. So hold on, which way? So get so inside. If, you, if you're driving from Shields to Newcastle, you turn uh-huh. right to go over the bridge. There's yes. a factory right in the corner. I know exactly fucking what you mean. Yeah. Wow. Uh, wow. That's mad. But your dad said that. That's crazy. Yeah. So we used to say that all the time. Um, I don't know if I've ever mentioned that anyway. Dad's like a young Tony know. Robbins. <laughs> I'm fucking not. But he used to say that. He used to say, I don't, put the, I don't want you to put boots on. And then my mum's whole thing was, you know, the generation of, you know, putting a shirt and tie on and going and sitting in an office means you fucking made it. Aye, aye. Whereas now putting a shirt and tie on and going and sitting in an office, I would, I, I think my head would explode because I, I, I'm not that kind of person. Nah, I, mean, I never yeah. knew I was a creative. I yeah. never knew I was a creative. I never knew I wanted to create and, and, and be artistic and, and express What were you doing myself. at uni like? Film and media. Really? But I had no idea what I was going to do with it. I want to be a lecturer. I want to, I would, really? I want to be a lecturer. There was a lad, my, one of my seminar leaders uh, was called Aaron. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, st- I weirdly know him now. He, he weirdly married one of Rosie's best friends from school. And it was weird when I got, when me and Rosie got together, we got, we got invited to, their wedding and she was, he was like oh Ashley's my marrying Aaron and I was like he was my seminar leader at really? uni but he was a year above me yeah. and he'd done the seminars and everything and then he'd start teaching the seminars and I'm thinking oh, okay well I love me film and I'm into this uh, so I'll do that I'll learn this uh, you know I'll learn this this film and media shit and then I'll teach someone else yeah. but then I remember thinking it's a bit well, I don't know like is that, what's the point in that just learning the thing and then teaching someone else the thing what kind of cycle is that and I literally just burped there try to hide it probably put it in my mouth <laughs> You get it with almost as much on you as you do on your own fucking show. <laughs> but then I, um, what did I do? I 
I had my dissertation. I'd just started my dissertation. It was on, what was it on? Can I remember? Max Dublin. Dissertation? Fucking hell, mate. Yeah, you I can tell you're smart. I don't know what that means. Like, I've done, I done about 400 words of it. I think it was on gender. Gender and male uh, male stereotypes in The Sopranos. That's what it was going to be on. Uh, and then uh, I got... Dude, that's a pretty paid. cool thing to be able to write about, to be fair. Was, I mean, that yeah, is a cool fucking subject. It is, but then at the same time... But sitting down and writing it... brain, I'm thinking... Where the fuck's this going to get me? I'm writing about a TV show. Like, where's this going to get me in the world? Like, Aye. it was still frightening. Do you know what Aye. I mean? And then I went to see the leader of me, the, the, the leader, the fucking head of me year. And I said, look, I need it. I want to, I want to postpone it. And I want to come back next year because I've started doing stand up, and I want to see if it takes off. Yeah. And he was like, I mean, then I, I was only getting like 40 quid a night in Grimsby and shit like that. Really? I, I was paying more in petrol than I was getting paid by a mile mm. but it was the exposure and then what did he say by the way when you said you were going to do that was he Irish? don't <laughs> don't he was like no, what what he was like but you've started your dissertation he was like you've literally yeah. I had no term time left yeah. I didn't have to go on any more seminars yeah. I just had to do an essay yeah. 10,000 word essay yeah. and then but in my head 10,000 words was like fuck that that's impossible yeah. there's about 80, 85,000 words yeah. it maybe longer <laughs> I mean I only did half of them because Rose did the other half but um yeah, he said no, and then and then I said right, I'll go back. And my mum was like, right, you're gonna go back, and I was like, I'm gonna go back to uni. And he was never gonna go back. Really? Was gonna go back. And then stand up started, and then that was it. Whack. And I never knew until I started it. Until I started stand up, I didn't know it. I didn't know it existed. I didn't know the stand up comedy scene existed. Yeah. And I thought famous people, the only people I knew doing stand up, were already stand ups famous. Yes. Jim Davison from back in the day, which obviously. Really. Well, in John, the 90s, Vir- John Virgo's mate. Why? Well, in the, you know, very controversial figure now, but in the all I'm saying is in the 90s, uh, I knew he did stand-up, but I knew he hosted Big Break. Big Break. So he was already a famous man. Yes. And so when famous men and women were already famous and they did stand-up, I had it in my head that they did it as like a folly. Yes. I was like, oh, you, there must just be a movie star and then go, oh, fuck it, I'll, 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 people know me, I'll fill an arena and they'll sit and ch- I'll chat. Do you know what I mean? Yes. And then Ricky Gervais fucking proved that wrongly to me because he did the office and then he was like I'll do stand up yes. and I was like oh that must be the crack yeah. and I just had no idea there was a stand up circuit yeah. for fucking years yeah. until my mate said I'm going to do it and I went and did it once and I went I didn't know this existed this is what I want to do and that was where's the first time you did it the hyena uh, no no fucking took me years to get booked to the hyena did it hyena didn't book us till I moved away really I had to move to Isn't Manchester that for the hyena it's fucking crazy but it was weird because uh, when you move away to Man- first of all Dog and Parrot answer your question Dog and Parrot Newcastle Long live comedy, Tuesday night, 19th of January, 2008. Really? Might have been my first gig. Might be in 2000, might be 2008, I'm not sure. Um, Then uh, that'll be my first ever, ever, ever one. And then, uh, yeah, the hyena, weirdly, until you move away to do stand-up. When you live in Man, I'm living in Newcastle. I'm, in New- I'm a comedian. I live in Newcastle. Hi, now bookers, bookers, bookers. Nah, bang, bang. Yeah, I get flown all over the place to fucking do speaking because I've never been booked for one year. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. Well, because the thing I've got you're fucking local. Lisbon booked for next year. I've yeah. got all these mad fucking Barcelona last year. I get all these things and I never get fuck all year. Because the thing, well, they go, oh, we don't want the local guy. Uh, Do you know what I mean? You're exotic, you go somewhere else. So <laughs> this is how fucking, this is how the hyena work. It's like, oh, you live in Manchester now. Oh, we'll book you. Do you uh, know what I mean? Because there was a comedy scene in Manchester. It's mad, aren't it? Yeah, crazy. It is crazy. So that is the biggest drink. Chug jug. That is what? Chug jug full of piss. Right. So I, so we talked about these on the podcast, me and Rosie talked about. For, for the uh, people listening, sorry, um, He's basically Paul's just picked up a fucking oil drum 
um, with a sip cup bit on the top. That is meant. Is that because you ripped your bum? Do you keep hydrated now? No. Mate, I do have to keep hydrated. Tell me, poo's on moist. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. That's one of the things the doctor said. He said you need to take check this out though. I have to take a stool softener every yeah. day. You know, like an old one, like me nana like does. Like a Senecos, like a Senecos. I, I like that, yeah, yeah, yeah. so a stool softener, and I have yeah. to drink loads of water every day, otherwise me turds are like fucking... Wow, I, I that even is, just, what's in me there? Me turds are like a fake turd. That's just got some electrolytes in. Electrolytes. I uh, electrolyted. Got you. Funny enough, one of the sponsors of the show, uh, Jigsaw Nutrition, sent me them, so big wow. up. I've got a supplement company sponsor me. Chris has got fucking Sky... Sky and fucking Asda and that. I was like, is there something wrong here? I don't think Asda was sponsored with. I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want to. Not yet. Uh, Sainsbury's, HelloFresh, a lot of, we got to interview, um, we got to interview Rafe Spall for Apple TV for, during the beginning of lockdown. For really? Sponsors. It's been amazing, the sponsors we're getting for the Fucking for the hell. But yeah, we, um, I always find it very obnoxious when someone carries a thing like that. Yeah. Yeah, there's just like, I've got this gallon of, look well, at me. fuck you. <laughs> Do you know what it is, right? I'll tell you why. It's I'm jealous of people's um, healthiness. So when I see someone with a massive thing like that, I'm like, look at you. Well, it's not about health. I just don't want to fucking split me arse. Look, look at you hydrating and rubbing it in my fucking face. That's what <laughs> Wait, I feel. A, all it is for me is a preventative measure. Well, because I, uh, next time you do the customs house, I don't want to miss it. Well, I mean, you'll never do that again, will you? Customs house? No, I will definitely do customs house. Yeah. I've been helping them out. Uh, Mate, it's funny you should say this. that. I said to Leslie, mm-hmm. I said, I saw you make Carly posted something about the customs house. Yeah. And obviously I seen fucking Tommy the Trump really yeah, yeah, yeah. post something about it. And I was like, do you know what? I could put an event on there and do really well out of it. But then she's yeah. like, you can only fill a third of the capacity. That's that problem. At the moment, yeah. Uh-huh. It's crazy. So I, um, I've done a, I can't give it away because it's not been on TV yet, but I've done a, I did a TV show recently, mm-hmm. a game show, a celebrity game show. Mm-hmm. And I won. Did I win it? I got to the final. I was the last one in the final. Mm. It's really boring. I can't tell you what it is. But I won a substantial amount of money for the yeah. customs house because they were trying oh, to amazing, me. for all of this. Yeah. And I try and help them out and, um, you know, just doing what we can in these uh, times for it. Like, Because it's amazing. I've seen some, my kids have seen some fucking great shit there. It's, it's like that, a travesty if I thingy, want to Wayne that does the fucking Naughty Elf. Uh, Wayne Miller. Did yeah, Robin yeah, ever yeah, see yeah. that? Yeah, it's great. I went, uh, to, I went to school with Wayne. Elfluent. Uh, Elfluent, yeah, amazing. Yeah, yeah. And the other kid, who, what's the other kid called that does the fucking pantomime? What's his name? I can't remember. He's called I'm fucking... Oh, I'm not, mate. I'm facing People head. say he's Ray Spencer's son, but I'm pretty sure he's not. He sees face in my head, but I'm... Yeah, you know I mean? I can't remember his name, but he's fucking hilarious as well. Yeah. I went to the couple of shows last year. The kids absolutely loved it's it. It's just local, local theatre. Like local me, crack. Like little dirty and jokes in for the adults and that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, me and Jason Cook and Sarah Milligan are all patrons and Jade from Little Mix. And I think... Rosie is as well, although the, the ceremony didn't I'm happen. next on this, fuck. I'm coming for Definitely you. Definitely not. We're parents of the customs house. And no, I'm, not, I'm not taking the piss. I yeah. remember when I got the thing saying it said, parents must have one arsehole, so you can't. <laughs> you just can't. It's not allowed. It's, it's, no, it's not. It's just written. Thing, fucking, it's I like that thing, fucking. I got a fucking butt plug when I said No, but it's, uh, it, it's, you know, it's, over. it's important to have local theatre and stuff like that. And it, it's the grassroots sort of theatre and your comedy clubs and stuff that end up getting your, you know, your, your, your little mixes up there, your, your Alan Cars. But didn't you, you have Edge Didn't you want fucking Edge on there one time? Edge Sheeran played a customs house. That's fucking yeah. insane. It's unbelievable. And wasn't it a joke or something? Wasn't it? Sorry, not a joke, a surprise or something? Yeah. So um, basically, again, we're going to have to get sad here. Um, I, uh, a few years ago, um, me dad's cousin's son, uh, who's nine years old, he had a brain tumor, he died. Mm-hmm. It was horrible. And I went to the funeral and I was in the, f- I was at the funeral and I had, I, you know, you've always got credit cards, haven't you? I, had, I didn't have much, I think I had like 50 quid in my wallet mm-hmm. and I put 50 quid into the, into the, the, the click sergeant thing that, that had helped them hugely, the children's cancer thing. Yeah. 
And uh, I remember thinking, I wish I had more. Yeah. And I'd had a couple of, you know, the, the bit afterwards. What's it called? The bit after the week. Feel, the week. I had a couple of drinks and, and I put the 50 quid in and I thought, I wish I had more money. I was like, I'm going to the cash point. I was like, oh, and I spoke to someone. I said, can I do a bank transfer? And they're like, yeah. And then I sat and thought again. I was like, I'll do a fucking gig. I was like, I, I can do a gig here. So I sat on my phone in the corner, literally in the corner of the week. And I texted a load of different comedians. Um, Al Murray, up for it. Uh, uh, obviously, Jason Cook. Uh, Billy Mitchell from Lindisfarne. I thought you were going to say from EastEnders, eh? No, no, run for home. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So that yeah. played, that song played as the, as Jack's, Jack was the lad who died, as his coffin went in, that mm-hmm. song played, run for home, his favourite song. So Billy Mitchell from Lindisfarne, who sung it, I got him to come and sing it as well, and I thought, well, as I've got one music act, total long shot, I texted Sheeran, and I went, look, total long shot, mate, you're probably busy doing this gig for this, you know, family member who died, do you, fan- will you, do you fancy it? I no bother. That's mad. He came down. He was in. I think he, if I remember right, he was in Scotland at the time. He had some time off. We had uh, something. I think really he was supposed to go on holiday. I think it got cancelled or something. I don't know. He'd been in Scotland at the time. He got a car, just like a taxi, like a posh taxi from uh, Scotland down to my house. Paid for that himself. That he got a, a posh taxi. Before. Well, you know, I do them now. Now I'll get a taxi before Uber. Uber. Yeah, 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 but, yeah, yeah, but when all this sort of COVID stuff kicked off, I couldn't. I was going for the one show and I couldn't get the train, and I didn't want to drive myself. So, yes. I'd, so I'd, I'd get a, like a car service. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mad, three hundred quid or something to take to London. It's craziness, right? But need, needs must. So he got he got that back then. Um, got the mine. So that must cost me three hundred quid. Then he stayed at mine, mm. did the gig. He said, "How long do you want us to do?" Mm-hmm. I went, "Oh, just twenty minutes." Did yeah. an hour and twenty. Fucking hell, really? Yeah, hour and twenty. Custom house, four hundred and forty odd people are having money at holes. Ed yeah. Sheeran walks out, fucking, and nobody knew he was coming out. No one knew he was coming out. People were losing their shit. All the phones came out. Boom, boom, boom. He did an hour and twenty. Um, wouldn't take any money off us. Wouldn't take any money for his cars. Got a car the next day back to Norwich. Stayed at hours on the night. And we earned, I think we earned about 20 grand. That's right? fucking amazing, man. It was amazing. And he hey, played the Max, let's give a little fucking round of applause for Chris Ed Sheeran. Ed Sheeran. Ed Sheeran. That's amazing. Well, Nicest maybe you didn't even mention man. him and it still got sold out, eh? That's a good point, actually. That is, yeah, right? I, 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 I'll have that round of applause. I'd already paid. Nicest <laughs> man on the planet. People talk about how nice he is. They don't even realise yeah. how nice he is. And he keeps a lot of it quiet, what he does. Yeah. Fucking absolute legend of a boy. Is he the most famous person in your contact list? Not even in my contact list anymore. He doesn't have a phone. Email him. Wow. He's email him. Yeah, he email him. Wow. Uh, little Mixer on the telly the other day. It's really weird because I email him. <laughs> this is pathetic, right? Because I'm because I'm neurotic. I email him and I think, am I just emailing you and you're just ringing every other fucker? Like, nah, like down the pecking order. <laughs> but Little Mixer on the telly the other day talking about the search and right. Perry said, oh yeah, this, they're talking about social media and Perry like, she was like, oh, Ed Sheeran's not on social media. He's barely on it. Right. She was like, he doesn't even have a phone. You've got to email that guy. And a little bit of us was like, that's good. I'm glad you're everyone here. else. Everyone else has everyone's everyone's got a direct line, and I'm, Mate, fucking, I'm going in the junk box. <laughs> Imagine not having a phone. He's, he, he's, uh, he says it's the best thing you ever did. Well, I don't. When I go on holiday, I don't take my phone. Like I sometimes. T- it's, well, it's totally different. Mac, can you get Chris another water, mate? Uh, yeah, thanks, mate. Thank you. Actually, so- see if you can get him on in a bit. Get him a big jug right Gotta fuck yourself. <laughs> I was going to say I'll throw it back here, but he's an MMA fighter <laughs> no, as well. He, Everyone's a fucking MMA fighter these days. Mate, you, you, don't want, you don't want any of Max smoke, I'm telling you. Imagine that, right? Matt must be the only kid that gets paid, because I train with him, obviously. Yeah, yeah. That gets paid to fuck his boss up three times a week. Why, I? That's pretty fucking cool, isn't it? Crazy, man. So unassuming as well. I'd love that, you know. I'd love to be an unassuming looking hard fucker. I, I've said my wife loads of times. He's got no cauliflower ears or anything. Yeah, I've said my wife loads of times. If I was, If I was a billionaire... Or if I was really fucking hard, mm-hmm. I'd be I'd I'd be a loose cannon. I'd have to be put in prison. Do you think? I've often said if I was a billionaire, I would go around. When you know shit drivers on the road. Uh, if I was a billionaire, I'd spend my time ramming people off the road. 
they'd go fucking they'd drive like a twat and I'd wait until the rules clear and see if I just fucking ran. Me, I never even drive just anymore, throw, I, I just threw a load of money in, got my billionaire by the way, there you go, sort that out. And then I'd get banned. I've planned it, then I'd get banned, then I'd have to have a nutter driving me and me in the back going, right, take them out. Ram them. Oh, I'd be I'd be like Lex Luthor. Really? I'd be a nightmare, really low rent. Do you Lex even drive Luther. much anymore? I do, I drive around, yeah. shields and that, and I'll drive, I, I don't really drive to gigs when I do, fuck, I mean, when can we do gigs again? Oh, he's got a jug. He has actually got a jug. Oh, in the water, in the glass. Come on. Yes, dude. Thank you, mate. Thank you very much. Go. I've got to fucking go. That's not, it was bang on there. Thank you, mate. <laughs> so, mate, oh, actually. What the fuck's that in there? Oh, What's wow. that, a pube? That is an actual hey, pube. What, that is an actual pube. <laughs> I can't believe this. Max, that, Max, How that you, is man? an actual pube. I didn't pube. mean to slag your jokes off, you know. I'm so sorry. <laughs> hey, Wait, what is that? that? It's amazing. That's like a bit of grass or something. I think it is a pube. It is a bit. Of, it is. <laughs> <laughs> it's clear, he's claimed the fame, Chris, Chris Ramsey. Ramsey I'd want to be pube. <laughs> is that a weird fan thing? That is. is that it? It's like, Chris, I'm inside you now. I bet. <laughs> Mate, I want to tell you something. Let, my wife wanted to make sure I mentioned this, right? Because mm. I remember, we're talking about the customs house now. Yeah. I remember you did a customs house gig. Your mum and dad, in fact, your mum and dad were sitting behind us with Colin mm. Williams and that. Yeah, yeah. And I can't, how long ago was that? Would you say, when was the last time you did, like, just you? Was it Affirmation? Was it the one it with the pictures about, and the letters? Yes. That would have been 2012. So 2012, yeah. I was low as fuck, yeah. right? I lived in Spain then. and I came home for something. I think it was the fucking probably see a shrink or something, right? Mm. And uh, I came with my friend, and funny enough, his son's at uni studying fucking film and media now. Okay. And he said, I've got tickets for Chris Ramsey. And I went, mate, and that was the first time I'd laugh for about two years. No so way. fucking big up for oh, that. Oh, mate, uh, I'm over the moon and with then, that. And then that's the reason. Remember when I used to do those courses and I used to come and get those DVDs off you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. you've helped a bunch of guys through that, and that's why I used to get your DVD, mate. Oh, mate, so that's amazing. So big up for that, mate. Oh, I never knew that. Uh, that's really, honestly. Uh, fucking hell, 2012. Uh, I'm getting emotional at the minute. <laughs> 2020's got me fucking doing backflips inside. Mate, I'm crying all the time. I cried at Tenet the other day because I, no, I had no idea what No spoilers, no spoilers. I can't wait to see that. No, I'm mate, so excited to see it. There isn't a single spoiler exists for it. Really? Well, nobody knows what fucking happened. <laughs> I, I can't, honestly. <laughs> mate, nobody knows what happened. I've heard that. I've heard that. Like, it's like really hard to follow. It's legit, not a spoiler, other than no one knows what happened. Right, okay. So, But I couldn't take my eyes off it. Right. Like, so that tells me that it was good. At no point did I want to walk out. So am I going to have to wait until this is out on download so I can pause it and, and, and have conversations? Because I didn't like talking in the cinema. Possibly. Well, the thing is, I had such a hard-on because I was back in the cinema. You were just it buzzing. It was like so much music and the drama. I was like, I'm getting good people talking about it now. Like an attack on the senses. Because I, because yeah. Cine World put a trailer on that was like, we're back. And they started showing like, uh, they showed like social media screenshots of people saying they were missing the cinema oh and that. Oh God! And it was like, and it was like, we're back and that whole oh dramatic. I was standing up, going, "Come on!" <laughs> There's only me and my lass in there. It was mad. Oh, However, wow. he has one for you. They have to see. Right. When it first opened, they brought out the new Pinocchio. Mm. Mate, it's the scariest shit I've ever seen. I have saw you heard about advert. this? I saw an advert for. I had the kids yeah. there. Mate, they had Pinocchio hanging from a tree by a noose. Oh my God! Like I've two, heard it's dark. Isn't it by? Isn't by the guy who did Pan's Labyrinth? It's Italian. Mate, the kid, it's, a twa- it's like a PG. I'm the kids sure were there like that, Dad. This I'm is sure super weird. I'm sure it's the guy who did Pan's Labyrinth. No one who turns into a donkey. Mm-hmm. They tie your fucking rock around his ankle and hoi him in the sea. You are joking. <laughs> wow. Because he was offended by swearing, I think. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, honestly, it's the darkest shit I've ever seen. Do I've not seen it, yeah. take Robin to see it. Oh, never in a million nah. years, no. He'd I probably mean, like it, him, judging by what Rosie said. Yeah. 
<laughs> I can't. Um, I'm bad with scary stuff. Really, I'm really pathetic. So I, I really wanted to watch. There's, there's some films I see a horror, and I go, I'd love to watch that. I'm, I'm, re- I'm like intrigued by them, but yeah. then they live in my head, and I, just, I fucking freak myself. You know the scariest film I've ever seen? A Blair Witch Project. I was yeah. fucking terrified by that. Did you never seen anything? It was you didn't incredible. actually see a th- single thing that was scary. Changed the horror genre forever. You think? Changed the, yeah, it was the first time they'd ever done it. It was psychological. It was that amazing sort of. You saw nothing. Where, yeah, but it was that amazing sort of thing of where for a while everyone they were they were playing they were banging the drum of oh no this is real this is actually yeah. found. Yeah. First, first it was the first time like I found footage. Movie. Yeah, it was the first yeah. time I found footage big scale horror movie like yeah. big marketed uh, sort of hugely one. I mean, uh, I ruined it with the fucking sequels, uh, but. Yeah, unbelievable. That's that bit at the end where he's standing in the corner, the camera falls over, and that lad's just standing in the corner like he's in the naughty corner. That's it, I fuck. And that's all. And then it just stops. And then the camera goes off. Ah, it's wild. Ah. Goosebumps thinking about it. It's wild, aye. Unbelievable. So uh, since then, I've I've, I've wanted to watch. What are the ones that really intrigued us? It is intrigued us. Never watched it too. Have you not? Mate, he has a twilight. I mean, nine year old's seen both of them. Shut up, man. Ah, he's a bit. I let him watch things like that. He loves them. Yeah, some kids love them. Slender I had kids I went to school Slender with. Man. You know what I love looking? Looking mm. at what he's been searching for on the iPad. Really? Mate, when Robin gets into that, it's oh, hilarious. Jesus. Real life sightings of Slender Man he was searching for the Slender other day. Man. Slender Man's like this really tall, it's it's not even scary. Right, okay. But then also, I yeah. caught him, go- Leslie caught him Googling because we let him play Grand Theft Auto for a bit. Oh, Jesus. It's only nine. And he started Googling, what's a prostitute? <gasps> Fucking Pornhub's open and everything, mate. Oh, so I had, my God. had to delete. I had to delete it from his thing. I was like, he's way oh, too young to have seen that. God. His innocence has gone by Grand Theft Auto. The internet, the internet is going to steal all of our children's it innocence. Is, it is. It's insane. Quickly. It's yeah. insane. Mate, I want to go back to the customs house again because yep. one thing I've written down here that I wanted to touch on was, obviously I saw you at the customs house a couple of times and then I seen you at the arena and your show was so much fucking better. Really? Like, wow. Your jokes were as funny, yeah. but they weren't jokes. Your performance was totally different. Got to turn up Is that something arena. that you're working on? Got to turn up in an arena. Like, got to do you, it. There was just, obviously it was still fucking hilarious, but there was like a whole new, it was almost like you're taking acting classes or something. Yeah. <laughs> How do you take acting classes? Well. Like, what was the difference between then and then? I was, because I was blown away by it. Bless you. Thanks, Because I've had speaking training and that, right? Yeah. And people can tell when I've improved, but I was like, I said to Leslie, I said, fucking hell. It was not that the first one wasn't the, the first few weren't no, good, dude, but this one was different level. Like, what was the? Well, um, weirdly, right? And I, t- I don't tell many people this. Um, there's a, there's a, uh, the, so whole, all I ever wanted to be is better than me last show. Yes. So people come up to me. I find it so lovely, but so weird when people go. Um, I hope you don't mind us saying, but I like this a lot better than your last show. And I go, that's exactly the trajectory I need to be on. Yeah. I'm glad it, you noticed. Yeah, 100%. Because I tried really hard. I'm glad you noticed, but uh, A, I'm glad you noticed. Uh, B, don't act so fucking surprised about it because I'm working with tits off. <laughs> There's a um, there's a there's a spoken word guy um, who who did a, he did a bit of rap as well called Scroobius Pip. He does a bit of podcasting. Right. He does this Distraction Pieces podcast. He right. Does. And he's got this line in one of his songs, uh, who am I better than I'm better than I used to be? Yeah. And we keep on getting better, so you better just get used to me, right? Yeah. And I always think, who am I better than I'm better than I used to be? And I think whenever I'm going to write a new show, I think, who am I better than I'm better than I used to be? Yeah. And the thing with the moment I had to do the arena, it was, you, you find out that the key for an arena is making it smaller because your face is on the screen. Yeah. You've got to make, you can't stand and shout. You can't just stand and shout your stuff out. Yes. Because yes, you're trying to play to the guy in the back in the back row. But, the but he's is, got the TV. Yeah, so the, he's, he's got it on the TV, but the key is the guy in row triple Z, right at the back, you're not throwing it out to him, you're bringing him in. Oh, amazing. Do you know what I mean? Yes. You're not going, ah, yeah, you at the back, ah, yeah. 
you're going, you're at the back. Yeah. Come in. Yeah. And you're bringing them in. And with him coming in, everyone else is coming in and folding in around you. Yeah. And it's about, I worked a lot on recently in, in, in the sort of more, uh, the more established that you get, the more time you get to just do your own tours. And you're yes. not having to do the circuit to earn money. Yes. You can do all of these warm-up gigs and focus just on your gear and then take it out on tour. And yes. you can learn all different nuances. And it's... It, 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 it's it and do you look at anyone in particular that I learn this shit from? Or is it just... Nah, just me and the people I work with. And you literally... I've got a, a couple of comics who I'll sort of bounce ideas off with when, yeah. I'm, when I'm writing a show. It's always good. Stand up, you can't you can't just sit in your room and write it then walk out and have it done. Yeah. Because you can sit and write it and you can walk out and you can fucking bomb for an hour and it's not helpful. And you need to have every single big... Comment. Have you bombed? Millions of times. What's it like bombing? Horrendous. Is it? It's the worst feeling in the world. When people it's... say you can't... Like, I'm always like, you can't die of embarrassment, but is that about the closest you can Afterwards. I've had gigs where you'll be driving back afterwards and you're running it through in your head. And the worst bit is, in new gigs, on new material nights, I have to record the audio. So this this is weird, right? So I've just done, I've just written the 2022. I've written it, I wrote it in March. Yeah. And it was ready. The day we got locked down was supposed to be my first night at the, the Empire. Oh, shit, was it? The show is ready. It's on the shelf. It is done. It is signed, sealed, delivered. There's a ball around. Yeah. But I've forgot it. So I've got to listen to the audio recordings when when touring is allowed again. So hopefully next so time. So you do, you do a couple of things, and then you listen to the recording of you doing it live. Or do you record it like every oh, every step of the way? So this is how I write. So do you show. like record it in your fucking into my phone? Really? So listen, right. So basically, I go right new show. Here we go. What am I going to talk about? Here's my topics. I'll sit with me. We'll go right. What we're going to talk about? Boom, 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 boom. Yeah. I go and do ten minutes at a comedy club. Yeah. It's recorded on the phone. Yeah. Guess listen back now. It's fucking painful. Yeah. I hate doing is it? it? I hate doing it. And he's always going. Have you listened to it yet? He rings us the next day. Have you listened to it yet? <laughs> Have you listened to it yet? And I'm like, uh, the worst bit is you go to answer your embarrassment question again. I'm on a tangent here, but the worst bit is listening to the recording on the way home. Sometimes I've been driving and I'll play the recording and I'll listen to it and I'll literally go, Oh, you fucking wanker! <laughs> listening to something that has just died on its fucking hook. Yeah. Or where I've said something off the cuff to try and... So something's died and I've really said something really cheap and crass and, to try and, and shit bring it back. off the cuff to try and get a cheap laugh to keep yeah. the momentum going. And I'll yeah. be like, you're fucking better than that, you yeah. shit! Yeah. It's the maddest thing. Stand up. The minute you think you've got... I think it was Jimmy Carr who said, the minute you think you've got stand up, it's gone. Yeah. The minute you think you've got it, it's gone. Yeah. And... So I write a new show, I write it down, it's all on bits of paper, I, I, I get the bullet points, I print it out, I go on stage, I literally read it from the fucking script. Yeah. In the early days, you will read it from the script. Really? Some people get annoyed, some people in the crowd get annoyed. Like reading it. But I once heard Sarah Milliken, Sarah Milliken said to us, she went on stage, it was when I was doing new material, when I was nowhere near the level she was at the time, yeah. she, was, she was blown up huge and I did it, I was lucky enough to be on a gig where that was dead exciting, it was one of the first times I met her, and she had all her new material written on a bit of paper, and I went, oh, did you just read off the paper? And she literally went, well, what's the point remembering it if it's going to be shit? And I was like, that's <laughs> fucking so clever. Aye. So, yeah, and if, if it's got potential, then you can start committing it to memory. But yeah. what's the point in trying to remember and wasting your time to memorise this thing that you don't even Yeah, how do you know if it's yet? funny? Audience. Really? You got, you, that's the point. You, you, you write yeah. it down. It's got to be tested in front of an audience. Yeah. Stand-up's the only thing. Music. Fucking Ed Sheeran can probably, I don't know how he works, but he can probably sit in a studio with his producers and some people he works with and do a song and they're going to all go, because they know the music industry and now they're yeah. going to all go, that's a fucking banger, that's a number one. Yeah. You can sit with six comics, write a routine and go, that's the funniest fucking routine ever ever said. Uh, walk them on stage and fucking bomb. Literally, and you can all sit in the, and you walk backstage and they'll all go, what the fuck? And no one knows. It's the maddest thing in the world. Yeah. It's so, it's constantly moving and shifting. So I'll do the, 
bit, I'll, I'll write it, I'll listen to it, I'll write it, I'll listen to it, I'll perform it. And then it got to the point of where I did four or five warm-up shows yeah. in 2020 at the beginning at uh, the Customs House, uh, recorded them. They're all in audio form. Uh, They're there. The final one is there. It's on my phone. I weirdly, I recorded the baby's heartbeat when the, 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 the baby that's in, obviously that's in Rosie's tummy. <laughs> Maybe that's cooking at the minute. I recorded its heartbeat when the midwife came round and I saw at the top customs house and the date of the final preview. And I looked and I thought, well, in 2021, touch wood, touch everything that's wood, keep everything crossed. <laughs> when we go back on tour, I'll have to sit and listen to that. Yeah. And I'm dreading listening to it. Really? Yeah. I'm fucking dreading it. How much has the world changed since I wrote that show? I'm Mate, dreading. there's about a fucking million more jokes as Do you well. Know what's mental? There's a million more stories. Do you know what's fucking insane? What? Customs house, right? This fucking podcast sounds like it's sponsored by the customs house, but it's my local <laughs> theatre. Good. I went on. New Year's Eve 2020, so 31st of December 2019, New Year's just gone. I went on the customs house to write some new material in preparation for this new show. Mm -hmm. I had a fucking 10-minute bit about why I thought shaking hands was disgusting, and it died on its fucking hook. Did it? It died an unbelievable, monumental death. Even in Shields. Mate, it must have been bad if it was in Shields. Of a room of, yeah, of a room of people going, who the fuck do you think you are? (laughs) Who the fuck do you think you are saying you won't shake our hands, you prick? That's the vibe I got from the Really? Room. And now, it's shaking hands is the worst thing you can do. It is, I. You could get, honestly, you will get more dirty looks in the street if you shake hands than if you kick a pigeon. <laughs> do you know I think of like everyone, so you think fuck pigeons, but Mate, you can tell you've been in like, London. Dude. Mate, you can tell you've been in London for too long because there's only fucking goals here. I wouldn't and kick And them comes are kicking you back. Yeah, yeah, you're not kicking one of them, mate. <laughs> You are not kicking one of them. No, they're not moving any. They're like, what you do, you daft yeah. cunt? But I've, honestly, it, it's. I said to Rosie, I was like, ah, I wrote a full routine about handshakes. Do you th- will you change the routine now? You've got to, haven't you? I dropped it. Really? I the handshake routine because it didn't work. It got yeah. dropped. It got dropped on fucking New Year's Day when I did a rewrite. Mm-hmm. And then January, February was writing the book and writing this 2020 tour. Yeah. March, finishing the finishing the fi- final bits of the tour. and Ready to go. Material, yeah. Lockdown, shelved it. And then there's there's a few bits that may have to change in there. Yeah. I, I used to end it. The new show was going to end on a routine about Strictly, but I've got to pull that routine about Strictly to the beginning of the show now because it'll be, I'll be one series removed. If I right. go on tour next year, yes. I'll not have been, I've just done Strictly. Yes. I've been a load of other fuckers just done Strictly. Yeah. I did it the year before. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And I don't want to be that guy going, remember when I did that? <laughs> I, I did it. Well, let's move on. Shit, man. Do you know what I mean? Aye. It's the shit that goes into it. It's crazy. Yeah. Absolutely crazy. But Dude, yeah. talk, to me, talk to me about this then. Um, so we've talked a lot about uh, how well you've done, how far you've came, how you've fucking blown up and that. And what's the level of... Because I remember this, right? I was telling Leslie about this before. I remember when your DVD first came out. And I'm sure you sent a text. You might not have just sent it to me. Right. And it was about, these cunts have left me a one-star review. <laughs> remember that? Can you remember that? <laughs> Can you leave me? Was it like? Can you leave me a five star review because someone's left me a one star? Remember that. So that was a long time ago as well, wasn't it? This sounds to anyone listening who's, you know, anyone who's listened to this thing and this is the first time they've heard me, they're going to think I sound like an absolute fucking Wally for saying that. (laughs) Please let us explain myself because I was thinking about this the other day because Amazon, you used to be able to review when you hadn't bought the product. Oh shit! Yeah, 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 yeah. So the DVD was up for pre-order. Oh, okay. It wasn't even out. Aye, and. Four or five knobs had went on and given a one-star review saying it was the shittest <laughs> DVD they'd ever seen. And I was like... I wonder who they were, by the way. Just wankers. Yeah, I think about that, who they were. Strong wankers, no. From, I mean, from school or something. Yeah, it probably might be my family, I don't <laughs> know. Anyway, it's probably Rosie on a few accounts. <laughs> Taking us down a peg or two. Got a DVD coming out of your dickhead. Um, 
And I just remember thinking, it's, that's really unfair. I was like, look, if you've bought it and you didn't like it, that's fair enough. Leave a one-star review. If you don't like it, that's absolutely... I've had, so I've had... A review is... It is what it is. Yeah. Five-star review, nice to get. Four-star review, lovely to get. But you've got to take them up for the spoon. Some people aren't going to like it. We got hammered for the podcast. I think some guy in the Times hammered it with one stars. And it was like... But the, really? But the, the headline of his review, which I respect him for, was, it's not for me. And I thought, perfect. Yeah, it is. That's that. how you do it. Yeah. I once read a review for a comedian. I'll not dig them out, but it was a one-star review for a comedian in Edinburgh at the Edinburgh Festival. And literally in the fucking review, the text was, I don't know what the 400 people in this room found so funny about this. And I was like, so you're admitting you're the only cunt not laughing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In yeah, yeah. my life, I've had two lots of reviews. You've got to take a one-star review. You take it, you go, I'll take it on the chin. If you've seen it and you've read it or you've experienced the thing and you don't like it, it is your right to mm-hmm. say that you don't like that especially mm-hmm. if you're a reviewer if you've got a platform that's fine yeah. you've got to take the roughest moves you've got to not try not to worry about it yeah. reviewers are in many ways the original trolls <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> however it's twice in my life I've had a review a bad review and I've thought you can fuck off I'm not taking that yes. once was the Amazon one mm-hmm. wasn't even out mm-hmm. I hadn't bought it because it mm-hmm. wasn't out and they'd slated it and I thought you can fuck right off that's not fair so I literally it was on Facebook I did was it? I sent a message to every ordinary friends on Facebook <laughs> I said, look, this is really weird, but people are doing unfair reviews. Can you just go on and give it a, a nice review? If you've seen us live, go on and give it a nice yeah. review is what I said. Yeah, I remember. The other time it happened, I was at the Edinburgh Fringe, and I used to go on so uh, on the um, Fringe website, um, people could leave reviews. Mm-hmm. And I was getting all these good reviews for this show, and I was dead excited. I'm a bit neurotic with that. I was going on every day and checking. <laughs> right? like, at the minute, I go on the podcast chart. And I'm oh, like, do you? Check that eye. Do you read it? Do you? Check the... I don't, I don't read the reviews. I don't read the reviews, but I, I, I check the, the the list in the, the top ten. I'm, I'm a bit I mean. surprised you didn't see me in this. Uh, I don't I... think I scrolled that far down. <laughs> um, <laughs> fucking shit out! What a shit out! I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. He's I'm joking. just fucking cut me balls right <laughs> off there. He's told me another arsehole. <laughs> No. and the other time right, I'm totally joking and, and and so I would go on this fringe website and I would look at my reviews because it was dead cool to get these nice things and I got a one star review of a punter it was a punter review one star review and I read it and it said um, it said one star absolutely disgraceful the venue was very hard to find and oh. the rain and the rain made us late and Chris Ramsey's latecomer policy means we weren't allowed into the show one star wow. and I thought you fucking didn't see you got just one star because you couldn't find the venue you just <laughs> said is the best I saw yeah. I've seen people leave a one star review of your hotel because the weather wasn't very nice mm-hmm. or the mm-hmm. beach the beach in the resort wasn't very unbelievable. nice unbelievable yeah. oh no the sand wasn't sand like yeah. you know on the beaches with no sand shingle bloody shingle, shingle bloody shingle unbelievable one star review yeah <laughs> so I emailed the fringe website uh, and I was literally like alright I was like this is fucking weird Chris Ramsey here look at this this review isn't about the show it's about the fact that the fuck has got lost and they couldn't wow. get in because they were half an hour late that was, wow. me, that was me late come up policy now that's fucking amazing for an hour show me late come up policy was if you're half an hour late don't fucking let you in because you're going to disrupt the show and you've missed half of it wow. so they were over half an hour late with an hour long show and they couldn't give me a one star review that's fucking incredible so I got it, I got it revoked but that's only two times in my life that I've spat me dummy out for, yeah. for and how do you deal with it now do you just, just ignore it yeah. completely ignore it I've got really zen so Rosie's only just entered this world now um, of, of comments and, yeah. and negativity yeah. and, and I've I have got, I've developed a really thick skin over the years yeah. and I've developed a really don't give a fuck attitude about it and yeah. now and then something will slip through the cracks and it'll fucking annoy us but it's more that it's more that you can't battle ignorance it's more that something will come in and it'll just be a fucking 
It'll just be wrong. It'll just be a stupid wrong thing where someone's got the wrong end of a stick or they've yeah. just been an idiot. Yeah. And I want to go... In a perfect world... If someone criticizes Rosie, would you take it even... I, I, is I, that I, harder for you? It, that's the only hard. Yes. So for years, I didn't let Rosie in. Yeah. For years, I didn't have her on me uh, on my Instagram posts and my yeah. Twitter. I, I kept her. I yeah. remember me and, me and Rosie were living together. And yeah. She sung with Ed Sheeran at the customs house, yeah. and Ed introduced her on stage as um, Chris's friend, Rosie, because he yeah. was he's very private as yes. well. And he was like, "Look, not, not let anyone know he's together." Yeah. And I remember, I think quite rightly, Rosie was like, "Oh, Chris's friend, that was upsetting." Yeah. And I was like, "Yeah, I know what you mean, but." Sometimes I say to her, look, this is why I didn't let you in because some people are dick. Some guy said the other day on Twitter, um, I think we we'll sent we we'll sent some we we'll sent some celebrities copies of the book, mm-hmm. and uh, one of them posted it out, and someone wrote underneath, "It's always it's always when someone else puts you out there, the people who don't the, they don't follow you if they hate yes. you, but yes. it's when someone else mentions you, yeah. and one of their followers is like, nah, fuck him, he's a twat, and you're yeah. like, oh, I didn't want to say that, I'm tagged in that, yes. yeah, 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 it's yeah. horrible, yes, um, but Rosie's uh, it, 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 Rosie's picture, I think, was obviously on the front of the book and it came up and someone wrote underneath, it was like, uh, she's desperate to be famous, it's pathetic. That's what someone wrote. <sighs> Fucking hell. And I felt like, uh, and yeah. it's wrong. The yeah. thing that annoys us is it's wrong because yeah. she doesn't want to be famous. Yeah. If I had a quid for all of the stuff that Rosie turned down, yeah. I wouldn't have to accept any work. Really? Mate. She doesn't want to be famous. She does not want to be famous. She wants to do the podcast. We are getting off our shit left, right and centre now with yeah. this podcast. Yeah. She's very selective. She's not and stuff back. We're getting off to go on different shows together as a couple. Yeah. She's not. And I, I want to, you know, you, you get that dickhead in you where you want to reply to the guy and you want to go, literally, she's turned down more work money-wise than yeah. you probably earn in a fucking year. Yeah. She's turned down. Yeah. But you don't want to, you, you're not going to be that trap. But she's just, it, 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 it's just when they get it wrong. Yeah. That's the thing that upsets yeah, 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 Someone's yeah, like, yeah. you're a twat, you're shit, you're rubbish, I don't like you, I hate your comedy. Absolutely fine. Yeah. I got a bit in a new show where I was getting trolled um Strictly, when we did when I did Strictly, they have a media meeting with you and they go, oh, look, you've got to be careful because there's, you know, there's trolls and they'll, they'll be nasty to you. Yeah. Oh, hey, Chris, you're a shit dancer. I know. Aye. Next. Thanks for noticing. <laughs> Thanks for noticing. I know. Like, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> like, it's, 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 when it's, it's when they're wrong. It's when it's something like, like, oh, you did. I, I remember one, oh, mate, one popular one, Facebook once. I was fucking raging. I think if Facebook's worse for it, I think. Oh, yeah, Facebook's account. the fuck, it's a it's cesspit. Like, it's full of people's angry aunties. Aye, it is, uh, <laughs> Full of people angry, racist Karen. aunties and uncles uh, just kicking off about stuff. Genuinely, now Mambo's and Shields. Uh, restaurant, lovely restaurant. Uh, I was supposed to be going there on Friday. Leslie would organise a surprise 40th birthday. What? 40th of the weekend, isn't it? Cancelled. What? What? Oh, you're joking, of course. Cancelled, oh, I'm so Fucking... sorry, mate. And well, I'm quite bad. Really? really? No, not fancy it. Nah, not really. Surprise 40th, I didn't drink. Everyone else will be pissed and just annoying the shit out of me. That's actually horrible. Does she even know you? That's terrible. Nah. Divorce. Nah. Um, I, <laughs> so, no. um, so someone I says, also call, I come out of the Brightman shop in the Metro Centre and I made her take the wash back. What? Really? Yeah, I wouldn't wear it. It doesn't count me steps. You've got two on. Uh, no, this this is this is for me recovery in that. Oh, this okay. checks me, does me steps. But the, she said you can wait when you go out. Yeah. You don't go anywhere. I was like, what, I'm in 2023? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but that'd be lovely as a little keepsake. Oh, she got to go somewhere. But you mean I take it back? I mean, I what kind of Brighton was it? Dunno. Oh, I'll have to ask her after One this. One of the big Chill now. They're a bit big, the yeah. faces on Brighton. The massive eye, the massive. Little girl she said, well, you're going to have to tell the woman that t- I'm taking it back. And yeah. I did. She said, I'm not telling that. It's embarrassing. I said, I'll fucking come and tell her. Wow. It was a surprise and I ruined it. Did you say, I'll have the money though? I was in a Disney star. I'll the money though. Yeah. The money at eye, so. She should get you a big bottle. And big then, bottle, then I was, then she was like, "Why don't you get a new car?" And yeah. I was like, "I just be, I never, I always walk here every yeah. day." Wow. And she says, "I said it." And then I was like, "I think this is why I'm getting nearly forty. I'll just be buying a car and impress other people." Yeah. 
Okay, fair enough. I think I'm going through a midlife crisis. Simple man, I like it. <laughs> um, but someone on, yes, yeah, so someone on thing, um, uh, someone on Facebook said, uh, it was a, I think it was a, Again, it was a promoted post for one of my tours. Ah, so okay. promoted on people's pages. To people who don't follow you, yes. Yeah. yeah. And it was, uh, it was just sort of, it was some like middle-aged lady. And she wrote, um, this man this man is an absolute arsehole. Um, I'll never go and see him. I was in Mambo's once. <laughs> and, he was, and he was sitting, right? He was, right? I was in Mambo's in South Shields. And he was sitting being extremely rude to all of the staff. Um, uh, a waitress came over and did, uh, brought his food and he said this is cold do you know who I am I'm Chris Ramsey made her take it back and made her cry oh my god like, what that is so fucking wrong like that is so wrong wow one Mambo's uh, hosted the party for Robin's christening when Robin got christened I know all the staff personally yeah. I know the owners personally yeah. it's a lovely place yeah it is secondly whenever I go there I'm with Rosie uh, if you fucking think that Rosie would let me get away with any shit like that, <laughs> she would make me cry. She'd flip the fucking table. She'd be like, how dare you speak to people like that, you yeah. arsehole. And thirdly, I'd fucking love to shout at someone and say, do you know who the fuck I am? I'm Chris Ramsey, that's cool. But cunts fucking see it and put it on the internet. That's why I'd never do it. In me head, don't get us wrong, right? Yeah. I, 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 I've worked in service. I've worked in places, right? Did you work in the Black Cats Bar? I worked, I worked all you of the... Brother all said you worked in the I Black Cats Bar? I worked all of the Sunderland Stadium. I did really? All I, used to get, I, mean, I used to go like an hour and a half early from my shift to get a trolley because I worked at Box 52, which is the other end, past the skybox. Yeah, that's mad. mile and a half to walk. I wrote about it in the book. I'd fucking love now and then for therapy to go, do you know what? I worked in service and this is what you're doing. You're fucking shit because you do get shit service. I never will because someone fucking sees you and reports it. I wow. am the nicest man in the world in public, but I get home and if you give us a cold fucking soup, I'm slating you in my head. I'm slating you. Soup? But I'll never, whatever. Mate. I just picked it off the top of my head. Soup? Do you, do you have whatever. soup? No, not when I'm out. No, I, nah, I can't have it. But do you know what I mean, though? Like, it's like flavoured water soup. It's not for me. Hey, you're joking, aren't you? I'm asking something. We Heinz asked this. Cream of, no, no, wait really? a second. Wait a second, Paul Morty. Heinz, <laughs> Heinz cream of tomato soup with a cheese toasty. Oh. There you go. There you go. I've got your back. I've had two meals in one. There you go. Two meals in That's one. like a dip. What you that makes it. No. <laughs> Mate, that makes the sauce a dip. That like the soup is now a dip. Right. It's not soup, is it? It's well, a dip. Yeah, but it's just it's a tomato, tomato dip. But it's amazing. <laughs> you, you both. It, fucking, mean, it is amazing, but There's it two is people a dip. in this room and you both he, fucking salivate when I said it. So you can fuck off. Check no this, I've got a question for you. We right. ask this on most podcasts, right? What do you think of mash? Uh, potato. Mm-hmm. I fucking hate it. I fucking hate my what potato. Of all the things you it's can do with so potato. Strange. I've, I, so I argue with, about Rosie with this all the time. I've nearly sat too, staff. I'm not even kidding. Mate, over mash. I hate mashed potato and I hate baked potatoes. Baked potatoes are all right. They're no, all right. No, because it's just the Out of all of the, good. And, and the, the middle's, middle's mashed. Shit. The it's middle's mashed. Mash. <laughs> Unmashed mash. <laughs> We want me and Rosie went on Saturday kitchen the other week, and they said, "Do oh, your food heaven and your food hell." Was Her food heaven was mash and my, uh, 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 my uh, baked potato, and my food hell was baked potato, and they made it. My fucking guy there, honestly, hey, mash overrated. Fucking hate One mash. of the most you've got to add butter and cream to it to make it taste good. You got to add fucking shitloads of butter to make it taste good. Think about all the shitloads. things you can do with potato fries. Fucking Hasselback, you ever had one of them? Hasselback? Hasselback potato. Oh my god, I've heard of this. What is I this? I thought you were a man of the world. I am, but I can't remember what it is. Cosmo I, I, I just man. keep thinking of David Hasselhoff. What they do is... <laughs> <laughs> or Jimmy Floyd Hasselbank. <laughs> Jimmy... So it's like a potato. It's like a roast potato, but it has slices all the way. Yes, Rosie does them. They're amazing. I knew I knew it. Yeah, Rosie does them regularly. You can do that. You can do wedges. You can do fries. You can do fucking roasties. Yeah. And you choose the fucking... 
You choose to take the skin off. You choose to take the skin off, which is arguably the best bit when cooked, and then mash it up. And then if you, yeah, okay, if you've got to add cream, and it's just, it's, just, it's so boring. Shite. Most baby food. Yeah. Baby food, I had the other night, something Rosie do Hello Fresh, and there was one the other night, and it was mashed potato, and it had red onion in it. Uh, that was all right. I had one with pesto in, and they left the skin on it. was nice. There we go, but uh, I just, oh, fuck it, man. I mean, I've had I've had uh, mashed potato where they, they do a baked potato, and then they cut it in half, and then they scoop all the inside <laughs> out, and then they mash it up, and then they add the butter, and then they add the butter uh, back the in. The cheese. So much effort. Uh, just fucking chop it up and eat chips, man. Uh, so much effort. I uh, see. Wedges. See? Even like the... Um, what is it? The Ron Slimming World. The Ron Slimming World. You can just chop a potato up, uh, literally put some of that fucking one calorie spray uh, on it in the oven. Lush. Mash. I, I can't believe you've said this. This uh, is a massive bone of contention in our house. Uh, it's terrible. This is crazy. We argue about it in the office all the time. It's like that question was made for me. I love it. I'm so happy. Well, ask it. Well, don't matter. Oh, the Spartan water. I mean, he reckons Spartan water makes your mouth dry. It, it's it's the worst. It's the absolute Fuck. worst. It's like a fucking hangover in a bottle. <laughs> Yeah. Mate, yeah. that's fucking. It's like, it's like, hey, mate, do you want to quench your thirst or do you want to fucking out the seltzer? Like, <laughs> says that. Andrew's Mike liver says salts. that all the time. Yeah. Can I have a pint of Andrew liver salts, please? Because I'm a head case. <laughs> do you not like it? I hate it so really? much. Really? Like, to the point of where if someone hands us one, I'm like, it, it, weirdly, this happened the other day. We went out to do a, an event for Acast, who, who are our sort of podcast um, publisher kind of thing. Oh, I remember Acast. I was in contact with Acast. And yeah. The guy fucking stood me up for a call. Really? Aye. Oh, well, let's not slag them off because, uh, you know, we, we love Acast and we work, <laughs> well, we work very close. We, Shag Mario Nord is part of the Acast Creator Network. Is it? Yeah, yeah. Um, but they were doing a thing for me a day and the guy went and got a water and he came and he gave us it. And I cracked the bottle and I looked and I was like, that's sparkling. And I just handed him it back and he was like, oh, and Rosie was like, yeah, I'll just drink it. And I went, she might drink it out of politeness. Yeah. But on the way home, she's going to tell me I hated that sparkling water. So I'm just going to give it that back and please can have it still. <laughs> I can't bear it. I can't believe it's a thing. Dude, it's really? It's fucking ridiculous. It's like something went wrong. Do you know what? When I, I remember when, probably about five, even just five, maybe 10 years ago, when you used to pick one up and people people in Shields, if you bought it in a shop, they'd be like, you know that's fizzy, don't you? <laughs> yeah. Like, that's, do you know yeah. what I mean? You, I love that. You, do you, know, yeah. you know that's fizzy water, don't you? Yeah. Uh, it's mad. Dude, what's it, um, what's it like? I didn't want to ask you this question, but Leslie said I had to. What's it like being famous? So this is really strange. I came up with an analogy for this the idea. Um, I don't. Want to, I love my job and I love what I do and I think it's incredible and it's great. Being famous on the outside, I was really happy with this analogy. I hope you like it. This is the first time it's getting aired anyway and I love an analogy. I love being an exclusive. Famous, being outside of fame and looking at famous people looks like it's the best thing ever. Yeah. It looks fucking amazing. Mm -hmm. It looks fantastic. Mm -hmm. looks like the best party in the world. When you get inside and when you get famous and you realise what it's like, you realise from the outside of the house it looked like the greatest party ever but inside... It's just like that bit in Home Alone where he's got loads of cardboard cutouts on trains. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it yeah, looks yeah. fucking rammed and it looks like the greatest party ever. Uh, but it's just a load of cardboard cutouts going around on yeah. trains. There's still music playing. It's still fun. And it's yeah. still, but it's not as good as you'd imagine it would be. But I've never tried to be famous. And, and Rosie doesn't want to be famous. And I've, I mean, she is now because it's a byproduct of what happened. And now, yes. I suppose, I'm in certain circles. But it's... Yeah. It's a byproduct of what you do. Yeah. Anyway, I think Ricky Gervais put it perfectly. Someone asked him once, uh, very controversially, but someone asked him once, "What, uh, what do you, what's your advice to anyone who wants to be famous?" And he said, uh, "Kill, kill, kill someone, murder someone." Really? I think, I think, uh, I didn't really want to directly quote him, but I'm sure, <laughs> I'm sure he said murder a prostitute, yeah. which is disgraceful. That is. Yeah. But uh, I mean, it's typical Gervais, hilarious and cutting and true. Because mm. who wants to be famous for the sake of being famous? It's mad. Surely you just want to do what you love and then 
Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I've said m- many times I'd rather just own a load of, I think I'd rather just own a fuckload of businesses uh, and just be a, be a silent. Yeah, 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 yeah. But then you won't get to make people laugh. That's like, do you, love being, love, do you love making people laugh? More than anything in the world, but you've asked us on a weird year because I haven't been able to make anyone laugh face to face. Like, I've made you laugh here today, which yeah. is fun and lovely, Yeah. but I haven't been able to make people laugh. No, that is interesting. You can't see months. them laughing at you. Yeah, for like seven months, it's 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 been strange. But I try not to dwell on it because with this whole situation, people are in, you know, people are fearing for their lives. Yeah. So me going, I haven't been on a stage to polish my ego. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Queue, dickhead, yeah, 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 yeah. So I've never, like me and Rosie, you've never, we've never come out telling people what to do. We've never, when this all started, celebrities all came out and tell, you know, wear a mask, stay home, do this, do that. I'll just let the I made a post this morning. I'm like, listen, watching people argue about COVID on, Social yeah, media is the new I'm, fucking tiger king, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, I'm like, I'm not, I'm, I'm, I'm not about that at all. We, we let the government tell people what to do, uh, and and we've just been continuing to do the podcast. I mean, it's probably you, you think about it, right? I think about this as well. It's opened up some opportunities. You may have lost that, but you've gained loads of other shit. I just try and focus on the positives. My yeah. son, me and my son are best mates. Yeah, best mate in the whole world. Yeah, and I, I went on two or ten days after he was born. I. 10 days, he was, he was 10 days old, she had a C-section, she could barely fucking move, and I had a tour booked in, and I had to go. And yeah. hindsight, I wish I'd moved it, but it was the DVD year, so it had to be shit hot and yes. fuck. and I had yes. raw variety that year as well. Yes. So I had to do it, and uh, he misses his loads, yeah. and I've been home, gonna burp off mate there. Two, two nil, the two nil to Chris, that all that fucking um, spot and water, much. Cut that out, will you? <laughs> I, uh, please cut that, <laughs> I am... Um, I've been able to bond hugely with him yeah. and we're, we're best, best mates now. It's, yeah. it's, it's amazing. Yeah. And, and, and we've been able to, me and Rosie couldn't, uh, couldn't get pregnant last year. Yeah. We tried. Uh, so we had the miscarriage year, a couple of years ago. Yeah. And then during Strictly, we were trying. It wasn't happening. With mm. Robin, once, bang, pregnant. Really? Yeah. 26, I think we were, bang, pregnant, done. Yeah. Once, we had sex, literally once. Wasn't yeah. the first time, was it? It wasn't my first time. No, 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 I'm joking. It wasn't my first time. It was the first kind of, shall we just see what happens? Yeah, 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 yeah. Boom, yeah. immediately. Yeah. Uh, and then during Strictly, we tried. During writing the first bit of the book and writing me show, we tried. Mm-hmm. Lockdown happened. I was at home. We looked at the diary and thought, there's nothing in here. Shall we? This might, if there's anything. That's why there's going to be a baby boom. It's not because, it's not because people are at home and they're shagging because there's no D. It's yeah. because people have looked at their diaries and gone, Fucking hell, really? if there's nothing to do here, we could actually, you could be pregnant, you don't have to be fucking doing all them steps. And blah, 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 blah. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we looked and we thought, go for it. Lockdown, I'd stopped. I'd mm. literally stopped. Mm. Boom. I don't know if you notice, I haven't, I haven't got any bags under my eyes, or do I have bags today? No, no. Look I've fresh, mate. Look had fresh. bags under my eyes for years. I've had big black fucking circles under my eyes. Mm-hmm. And because of all this, I'm not traveling as much. I'm not uh, eating takeaway every single night. I'm not eating in service stations. I'm not eating in train stations. I'm not eating sandwiches with loads of fucking stuff. You're not ordering pizza on a fucking train. I'm not ordering pizza on a Remember train. Remember that? Having, yeah. <laughs> I was just going to say I'm not having six beers a night, but I am having six beers a night. But <laughs> I'm going out on my bike. Yeah. Um, I've lost a bit of weight. Yeah. Uh, I'm healthier. Mm-hmm. Again, bang, once. During lockdown, we yeah. had sex once. Yeah. Bang, pregnant. Yeah. Crazy. And uh, So there is the positives. You've got to look at them. You've got to look at them. Otherwise... You'd go, I mean, what is it? What date we've got to do? I don't know when this is going to go out, but we are currently sitting and there's a Cobra meeting apparently happening now and there's going to be more restrictions. They're going to bang on about it. 
I'm, what's the point I'm, I'm covering it? I'm covering my fucking eyes because I want to go to Dubai on but, Saturday. Yeah, exactly. Well, I hope you can go to Dubai on Saturday. But what's the point in getting angry about it? Because yeah. there's literally, they're going to do it. Mm-hmm. And you just got to, Robin's at school. He's gone back to school. My son is at school and he's a different kid, mate. Lockdown, he, he, was, a, he was a fucking prick. Was he? Because not through any fault of his own. Yeah. He was at home the whole time. He's like, why the fuck am I here with you all the time? Why can't we do this? Probably bored. Why can't I go swim? Why can't I go to the trampoline park? Yeah. All these things I want to do. Yeah. Four-year-old doesn't really get it at home with us constantly, constantly asking for his friends. That's the thing, actually. I'll tell a lie. He wasn't asking for swimming and trampoline park. And he's not in gaming and that yet, is he? He's not. Well, we got him into it. Did he? get him on the Switch. We've been playing Luigi's Mansion and fucking Mario Odyssey and he loves it all. Yeah, yeah. But he's four and he can't be on it all the time. Yeah. And it's just been horrible. And he's gone back to school last week. And mate, he's a different kid yeah. straight away yeah. he's his old self again he's lovely he's caring he's, he's just so lush yeah and it's his mental health it's his mental health and he's back and as long as they, I, I, this is going to sound so fucking i'm going to sound like a selfish twat of a parent yeah. but as long as they keep the schools open and he can keep going to schools couldn't give two fucks about the rest yeah. of the thing because i've remember. already had my full livelihood ripped away from me this year yeah i've already had a shag marion or two are gone we mm. sold out wembley in a day you know really we sold out wembley arena a day for fucking the shag what are you even going to do on that tour, by the way? I was thinking about that. What are you going to do? We started. It's a live podcast. Yeah. So we let Wembley ten thousand seats. Yeah. We sold. We sold it out. We are. It's. I say sold out. It's industry sold out. So it's on ninety fucking odd percent. So yeah. We're on nine and a half thousand seats. Yeah. It's unofficially the world record holder for the largest ticketed live podcast event ever. Unofficially. Holy shit. Because it won't be official till the day we do the game. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Postpone it next fucking year. Hell. My twenty twenty tour, which I fucking. It might be totally different now when you've got two kids, though. You never know. Well, at least Rosie can drink on this one because she's pregnant. <laughs> she'll be pregnant. It should have been, well, fucking, we should have been, I don't know what date it is, but we should have been on tour now. Yeah, we should have been, it'll be somewhere on the old on the old poster. We should have been on tour with a Shagmar Inouye tour right now. Sure. So um, that's that's gone. Uh, you know, oh, thank God for the podcast and the book. Yeah. Otherwise, this would have been, the this if this whole COVID thing had happened any other year, it would have it would have fucking ruined us. Yeah, maybe it probably would have because hundred percent. Like there would have been no relief because you're not employed. Yeah, you're not employed. Yeah, you haven't gone office. One hundred percent. Yeah, cars. I think they did a thing where they pay your mortgage. Yes, the mortgage house would be yes. fine. Yeah, both cars would have had to go. Really? It would have fucking crippled us. You might have to sell your Lego. <sighs> Never. <laughs> Never in a million years. Mate, that's mad, isn't it? Yeah, so, uh, 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 but that's the thing. So this was when you're talking about luck. Yeah, and I'm so lucky that I had the podcast and the and the book to fall back on, which is why I haven't been out there. Bring the theatres back! Because at the end of the day, yes, bring the theatres back, but I'm not going to stand fucking shouting on about it because there's other things. Do you know what I mean? I, I feel so bad for every comic out there and every theatre performer. Who only has that. Who only has that. But then for every that industry, there's someone who only has that. Yeah. And it's just such a fucking, it's such a ridiculously complex thing. But like I say, sounding like a, a selfish parent, I've already had everything stripped away this year that yeah. could have been. Thank God for the book and the podcast. Sound like a selfish parent. As long as they keep them schools open and my little boy can go to school every day for his mental health and his... And his He's learning in his development. I'll stay in the fucking house yeah. if I have to. Yeah. I don't fucking want to. Yeah. I don't want to at all. Yeah. But if they decide I have to, and I can still take him to school and then come back and probably fuck me, I hope I can go on my bike as well. Aye. I will because my his mental health is my mental health now. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Ah, you take all that. Yeah. yeah. I can't fucking... go on stage. I can't do all of that. What can I do? I've had to take a hit for that. I can't do it. Yeah. As long as he is happy, I'm happy. I love it, man. Yeah. I love it, man. 
What a fucking way to end the podcast. Thank you very much. Thank you so much, mate. Thank it's you for coming on. We'll do one of them. Chris Ramsey. Dubai. He's I am. Dubai. I love it. Shake my hand. I'll fucking I'll tell you my routine after this about shaking hands, you dirty bastard. Oh, I love it. Hey guys, before Chris goes, listen, Chris. Where can we find out more about the tours and that? Where can we find out? Uh, we Shaq Mario Annoyed. We can get the book on Penguin Books, Amazon. Yeah, so half the book is... Half price W.H. Smith. Half price W.H. Smith. <laughs> uh, the book is out now. Uh, yeah, the, the the new version with Sunday Times number one bestseller written across the top will be coming out soon. Oh, is that the new exciting. thing, is it? It's just, a, it's just a reprint. It's exactly the same inside. Aye. The probably of... People may have spotted a couple of spelling mistakes that have been fixed. <gasps> That's out. Um, the book is out now. Shagmar and Tour. There's a few tickets left for the odd venue. Wembley, some back corners, single seats may be left. That's hopefully happening in 2021. Comedy 2021. If you want to see, uh, if you want to hear the Shagmar and podcast, go to where Paul's is on the chart and scroll way up. <laughs> way up. Your finger will start hurting. Stick with it. Keep going. Go again, again, again. Stop. Go and hydrate. Come back. Keep scrolling. We'll be right at the top. <laughs> I fucking love it, mate. I love it. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Chris Ramsey. Thank you, mate.